In the mid-1970s, a small group of people traveled out into the Canadian wilderness with who they believed was God's chosen voice on earth. But it wasn't all peace and love. Is what ended up happening the worst cult story of all time? It's certainly in the running. So let's get slobber and drunk and do a little amateur surgery on Rock Terrio and the Ant Hill Kids. Welcome back to, well, hello, Mr. Fancy Pants. I'm Zach. I'm Spar. And today we're going to talk about a real Canadian piece of, French Canadian piece of shit. God, I fucking hate this guy, Zach. I hate him so much. Uh, yeah, he is uh, definitely in the running for biggest piece of shit of all time in my book. So He's way up there. He's way up there. He was, uh, let me think. See, he was a polygamist. He was a um, masochist. Oh, yeah. Uh, narcissist. Super. He had all the cysts down. He, he had almost all the cysts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Too bad he didn't have one that would have killed him when he was young. Well, Matt, let's shit this turd so, out and just get it out of the way. I'm, I'm, I'm tired of thinking about this motherfucker. <laughs> I got to get him out of my head, man. But Rock Terrio was born on May 16th, 1947. In Suguenay Valley of Quebec. And I don't... These words, some of these I'm going to have wrong. Okay. Saguenay Valley? <laughs> okay. He was so a French Canadian. <laughs> there's a good, yeah, a lot of that. Yeah. His mother and father, Yacinthe and Perrette. That's as close as I'm going to get, I think, with all those. <laughs> hey, I don't think I'm going to get better either. <laughs> he was the second of seven kids. And he claimed that his father was an abusive drunk. Now, to get into this a little further, his father denies that. But of course he would. His mother denies that. Maybe to cover his father? All six of his siblings deny that. So do all their neighbors. Yeah, I was going to so say. You're going to find out that what comes out of Rock's mouth is almost always bullshit. Just complete <laughs> God, I need this guy. 9.9%. Yeah. Plus, his father was so abusive, he stayed home till he was 20. <laughs> he right? lived at home with an abusive father till he was 20. God, see, I already, it's just starting and I want to kill him. Yeah. But didn't, parents, he claim, didn't he claim that his dad used to like play a game with him, like kicking, kicking their bone? shins with like, like with the steel toed boots? Yeah. It said it was, I think it was called Bone. Where they yeah. would sit around the table, just kick each other with the shins, and the first one to quit loses. <laughs> well, I'd, I'd quit before I got kicked. I'm the winner. No shit, right? Plus, I, I don't, yeah. And once again, he said that. So, most likely bullshit. Bullshit. <laughs> but they were, his parents were white berets, so they were pilgrims of St. Michael, which is part of the Catholic Church, which basically they roamed door to door selling Catholicism. So right, that sounds they, like. That sounds like they, a lot of fun. They were almost a cult themselves. I mean, that's yeah. that's a pretty that's a pretty uh, right wing. Well, they wing. they said they'd go to the door, ring the doorbell, and the kids would start doing prayers or singing songs or something while the father was sitting there talking to him. I think it was just 
trying to be to the annoyance factor of just put some money in here and I'll leave. <laughs> like it's that, like it was that bad. Just Mister, just give me a dollar. <laughs> yeah put something in here because his father did think like the pope should like rule the world basically yeah yeah which seems like a terrible idea uh, there are like some it. serious anti-semitic uh things that i read as well so oh yeah you're gonna have that yeah but in 1953 Rock was six when they moved to Thetford Mines, which sounds like a beautiful place because it was an asbestos mining town. <laughs> so we're just mining cancer. Sounds so, great. Too bad hey, it pass me the cancer, please. <laughs> Can I have some more cancer, please? <laughs> Throw him in there and lock the door. <laughs> but So yeah, in the spring of 1960, at 13 years old, he drops out of the seventh grade. He's finished. He's, he knows everything he needed to know. I was going to say, like he, he, he just he, he took himself out of school. He says, I am smart enough. Yeah, you nailed it. That, that's exactly what he oh thought. My God. So even though he despised Catholicism at this time, he started studying the Old Testament and Revelations, and he actually memorized Revelations. I mean, if you're going to memorize one, I mean, that's the, that's the most metal book in the Bible. It's pretty metal, but I, he wasn't. He wasn't looking at it that way. He, this guy, I think, was always looking for an angle, as you'll see as we go. He's always looking for an angle for something. Right. So in November 11th, 1967, he's 20 years old, and he marries a 17-year-old, Francais Grenier, and, he, and then he moves out. So it's, then he it's abusive. Out. He finally moved out of that abusive father's home that he had. But and they moved wasn't in. it just like within a quarter mile of his parents? No, well, they moved to Montreal. Oh, okay, okay. And he, he became a chimney inspector. Which <laughs> I I don't know. I guess if you've got Nothing a separate education, than being a chimney inspector. So yeah, but, but he's not actually. He's not. This guy never does any fucking work. So don't think he was actually cleaning it. He was just looking at me. Hey, probably ought to call somebody. Have him come over here, or you, you should say it because I, I can't do it. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> My French accent is muy bad, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so in 1969, Francine gives birth to their first child. Guess what his name is? Was this Rock Jr.? Oh, yeah. You bet it's Rock Jr. <laughs> Can you smell what the rock's cooking? Rock Jr. <laughs> okay. Fuck you, Zach. You eat shit. <laughs> I should have known that was coming up. I didn't even think. Oh, you set yourself up for that shit. <laughs> And then in 1971, she gives birth to her second one, Francois. Francois. I like, I like that. Well, that reminds me of that Misfit song, yeah. the Return of the Fly. Okay, yeah, yeah. He also gets a job at the fire department, but all he does is inspections too. Like this guy's yeah. never going to sign. He didn't put his life on the line for nothing. Like he just does inspections. Like he walks around, looks at stuff, and says, "Fix this." Well, I'm not going to, but somebody should. Yeah. So that's. That's always what he does. But then he does have ulcer surgery, which gives him digestive problems and pain. What do they call it? I forget. I, I don't remember uh, what the name of it was. It's easy to remember, Matt. What is it? Dumping syndrome. Dumping. That is. Yeah, because it's like it gets solid. In, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, awful. Yeah. But yeah, he so he medicates with booze and he loses well, his Well, he job. started out on painkillers, but then he... He quit the painkillers, switched to drugs and alcohol, 
and eventually Boos just cheaper. Then he went to booze because it's cheaper and easier to get. Yeah. Yep. So they move back to the mines, and he's he, he starts making his own mugs and traveling around and sells them. I gotta I gotta imagine they're not high quality mugs that he sells. <laughs> <laughs> And he joins Club Aramis. What's Club Aramis? It's another church type deal. It's just like this guy's looking. He even tried politics for a while and he was voted out of that. They kicked him out of that. He tried Club Aramis and they liked him at first because, you know, he's got parts of the Bible memorized. And so he thinks right. he can weasel, you know, were he weasel the, right in there. Yeah. Were these the Seventh day Adventist? Nope. He's not got there yet. Okay. He we yeah, he weasels into everything until he finds something. But he starts going out on his wife while he's selling mugs and he meets Giselle. This is Giselle. Yeah. This is gonna be uh this is gonna be the first member of his cult. And then and an extremely unlucky woman. <laughs> you can believe it. So Francine forecloses on their home and she takes the kids and divorces him. Okay, that's that's one that's one shining star in this story, and I think there's only two more. There's like only two more stars in the story. It's just everything else is just horrible and awful. (laughs) So they they start uh, with the uh, Seventh Day Evangelist Church. After he does join that, he starts in at that whenever it's super small when it comes through this area. There's only like seven members or something when he joins in. So okay, it's like he caught it at the beginning. And so he's already, yeah, he's already right up at the top. So he's like, he's thinking this is like a triangle scheme and he's at the top and he only needs to get 12 more people and then he gets his money back. Is that what it is? Kind of, kind of. He's, he's super happy that he's right there at the top of it. So they start the quit smoking program and he does go door to door with the SDA. And, uh, with, with the stop smoking program, he starts getting more and more followers. Like this is where people start coming in and he gets to talk to him. He gets more and more power. They okay. let him have like when people start to join, he's like an initiation guy for them. Okay. So he's, healthy, a, he's, a, he's a hell of a car salesman. Yeah, He's a definitely a salesman, but he get he gets into giving lectures at these meetings and he starts to try to get a grip on these kids. Like, uh, uh, he wants them to be around him constantly they all start, uh, well, they don't start staying there yet, but he wants them to be around as much as possible. So he's like trying to find things for them to do so that they're around him. Right, right. Okay. Not culty at all. No, no, no. This guy covers every fucking base of the cult thing, though. Just wow. every everything that you can do. He starts getting back into the end of the world sermons. <sighs> and he meets some women who start to believe in what he's saying. <sighs> He comes up with his own medical treatments. What? And, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Because grape juice will treat leukemia. We'll find out that that doesn't work later, but that's what, <laughs> that's what he says. Oh, so, to Sherlock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he becomes a spiritual healer because he said that he can oh, do okay. it. Oh, he can, th- who, who, there who, is who, no proof of any kind ever. There's only it's just, just. It's just him bullshitting saying, oh, yeah, I can do that. That's all he ever does. That's that's it. That's the end of this guy's stuff. Oh my god. <laughs> He's in his late 30s and most of his followers are female in their late teens and early 20s. 
So this is when he does get a group of four or five that start saying, staying at Giselle's apartment, which is his, his girlfriend. Right. But he just lets him, he just lets him move in. Well, not yet. Not, he he <laughs> does take it easy at first. Okay, Giselle okay. does get mad because there is, he assigns Giselle the, you know, she's got to have a role. He wants her to feel important. So she right. needs to clean the house and cook food for him. Well, <laughs> while they while they talk about their religion and do group massages. Oh yeah, that's I mean, totally fair. Yeah, I'm sure she fucking loved that. Oh fuck. Okay, so in late seventies, yeah, those words out of my mouth, and my wife would have slapped the shit. I'd have been, I'd have been punched in the half that sentence, and rightfully so. <laughs> so in late seventy, uh. 77, they're at a non-smoking retreat. He meets a few more followers. Starts talking more and more about the end of the world. Because if you want to get him in, that's how you do it. Yeah. Fear, through fear. Thank God that doesn't happen anymore. (laughs) So, there's no reason for jobs or school anymore. And in this retreat, he goes for a walk, Zach. Mm -hmm. But, he's got to go by himself. You're not allowed to come. Why is that? Because, Because on this... On this particular walk, he gets a vision from God. It's it's the equivalent of the kid you knew in school who had a girlfriend, but she was from a different school and you didn't know her. She's Canadian. <laughs> you wouldn't know her. So, so he needs to find a, a piece of holy ground, so he goes out and wherever he kneels is the holy ground. But things... It's be nice. <laughs> So, uh, he convinces about 12 followers to come with him and they rent a house in St. Marie and they open the healthy living clinic. Well, they open it with the support of the SDA church because the SDA church is funding everything. So basically it's a smoke show. So they get some money out of the the seven. Damn right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. And, And they're selling organic foods and books and absolutely giving nothing back to the church. Well, at least they're pulling one over on the church then. Hey, I'm no, I'm fine with that part. It's just the it's just the fact of what a scumbag this guy is that really bothers me. It's just like if you would have put any effort into anything as much as you did just skating by, you know. Right. With, trying to pull with, fast ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the selling organic foods and books is great. So I, I'm fine with that. But this is when he starts that he wants he wants these followers that he's got. He has them start wearing tunics and they're green for the women and uh, they're like tan for the men. Okay. So they're pretty bland. Yeah. Well, but this makes them feel more like a group. He wants them all to, he wants to isolate, you know, but okay. rock wears a dark brown one. Cause okay. he's special. He's the chosen one. I don't know what you're not getting. This... <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I'm so sorry. <laughs> the clinic makes a lot of money at first. $3,000 a week profit. Wow. In 77, and that's pretty damn good. Right now, that's good. In 77, that's fucking blistering. That's, yeah. that's no wonder the church. Well, okay. So that attracted new followers. And Liam Mark Fuchsia, he was the first follower that sold everything. Like he sold his house, gave up oh, his wow. job, everything to come in and follow. And then Jacques and Maurice two others, they also sold everything and started following the people and the church. The only thing making was the only thing making money. 
So once again, Rock's not Rock's not doing anything here. But on January 8th, 1979, Giselle marries Rock because of her jealousy. She was sick and tired of all the women fawning over him at the house. So he finally and agrees to marry her. He does agree, and he says they have to do it in Montreal if they're going to do it. So, But what he did was they drove to the wedding in a pickup truck, and he brought two of his female followers. And on, okay. the, ride, on the ride home, which is a five-hour drive in January in Canada, he makes Giselle ride in the back on a mattress in the pickup truck while him and his two f- female followers sit in the cab of the truck. With Friends in the front, bitches in the back. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. yeah it's a great start. <laughs> great start. Oh, my goodness. So on March 78th, Eau Claire and Geraldine, who had leukemia, Eau Claire brought in Geraldine because that's his wife who had leukemia. And they bring her to the wellness center to get her help. And Rock tells her with his infinite wisdom to stop the cancer treatments because that's never going to help you. You need grape juice and some of these pills I sell. (laughs) Sounds like fucking Alex Jones. Selling those stupid things. Oh my God. Yeah. But don't worry. Everything works out. She does. And she made it like what? Three weeks. I, I think it was two. It, it okay. might have been. It might have been pushing three. But it was like, yeah, yeah that that medicine should, the doctors were doing. I shouldn't laugh about that, but I mean, you gotta I'm laugh not, about it. I'm not laughing at the situation. I'm laughing at the stupidity of this asshole and his oh. cockiness. And uh, rock, but hey, Speaking don't worry, because rock, rock brought her back to life in a room that no one else was in other than him and her. When he gave her a kiss, she came back to life. But then God spoke to him and told him, now nah, it's her time. So, okay, I must kill her again. So, so, <laughs> <laughs> and all the, all the followers were like, okay. Okay. Well, no, okay, no. well, that happened. I totally get it. He, he treats a 19-year-old girl named Gabriela Nato with MS. The church tries stopping him from uh, treating patients, but you know, that's never going to happen. I'm so much smarter than a doctor. Yeah. So that girl joins the cult too, the one with MS. She joins the cult. And in April 78, he's voted out of the SDA church. But it has nothing to do with the death of the leukemia patient. They find (laughs) out that he's keeping all the money and not giving it to them. Oh, my gosh. So, so yeah, good job, church. It has nothing to do (laughs) with the fact that this guy's a terrible asshole. Uh, Well, where the hell's our money? $3,000 a week. I have no idea what you're talking about. So July 78, he has to leave the Better Health Clinic. And in February 17th, 1979, the world is ending. That's so it's going to happen. That's good. It's going to happen. So the chosen followers will survive if they join him. Okay, because so they gotta, he, he's got number one guy. Yeah. They have got to find a place to go. But at this point, he thinks he might be starting to lose them. You know, he's not making the money like he was. Right. He doesn't have as many things to do as what he did. So he gets the male members to marry the female members, and he chooses the marriages for them. So that way, it's more of a family thing. Keep them all together. Right. And they weren't really, the way he paired them, they, they weren't really attracted to each other or anything. No, that's just got like, nothing to do with anything. Yeah. God yeah. has spoken. Yeah. <laughs> This is the law. Okay. So 
July 9th in the Gas Bay Peninsula, they go out to find the Holy Land where they will build their compound. He names it Eternal Mountain. So all the members start work on the town. And, uh, you know, Rock doesn't, well, he tells him, he doesn't do a fucking thing. He tells him what to do because his stomach hurts. Oh, yeah, and he's got cancer. Oh, okay. I this, have cancer. I mean, this, I have the cancer. This, no, this spiritual healer and best friends with God can't, can't heal himself. Cure anybody, but uh, this is his price. This is what he's got to This cross to bear is what this is. <laughs> so he controls their food intake and their sleep, keeps them in complete isolation. Wow. So he's basically working them. He's pulling a Jim Jones. Long. Yeah, yep. and, and yeah, he's he's taking taking them away from everyone that they know. Yep, isolated them, and works them eight to twelve hours a day, and feeds them very little. Yep, and if they do something that he dislikes, they get even less to eat. Yeah, that's yep. That's so that's a, that's right out of that's right out of Jim that's Jones' work. Shit, right there, yeah. In Jonestown, where it was just him playing over these intercoms like all day long, all day long. Yeah, yeah, and that's coming up before too long because these things were happening. At about the yeah, same I was going to say that goes down the, in, yeah. the, in the middle of all this, I believe. Yep. So Yolandi leaves and Liam Mark Fuchsia leaves. Liam Mark Fuchsia was the first dude that sold all of his shit. Right, right. right. And he just leaves. That, that's got to be rough on you. I mean, you get, you're, hey, well, well, I took a, took a gamble. Just didn't work out. I guess I go back to starting over complete. Starting over completely. Yeah. So September 78, they complete work on the town, and the group gets new biblical names. So he gives them all biblical names. He chooses, you know, because he, you know, he doesn't think a lot of himself. He goes with Moses for himself. I mean, come on. I mean, that's, that's yeah. fair. And at this point in time, he, he has been told by Giselle that the women are lonely, that, uh, you know, because there's only a few guys and a shitload of girls in this group. Right. So he tells them all that, uh, well, we got to get rid of the marriage. We got to get rid of the marriages. Annul the marriages. And uh, you know what? I'll marry them all. I'll, <laughs> you, the sacrifices that this guy makes for I the greater what, man, good. The greater are good. <laughs> <laughs> but he marries them all but one. He does not marry Maurice, who is Jacques' wife. And right. she hated being there in the first place. I was going to say, she's only there because of her husband, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So when when Giselle protests this, he just beats the shit out of her and then locks her in her room for three days. So th- that's, that's how that works. Reasonable. That's how that works. Wait, my wife doesn't want me marrying all these women? Just beat the shit out of her, throw her in her room. She'll learn. That's right. But on November 18th, 1978, the Jonestown forced suicide, as I like to call it, happens. And people are starting to get worried about cults. So, And Canada actually did a really good job of researching, uh, except for this particular group. Of- well, apparently this, I'll tell you what, this guy looks like a 1980s wrestler to me. With the hair and the gigantic, oh, he's just so, it's it's cartoonish looking, I think. Yeah. Like, if you were going to pick a bad guy, you'd be like, yeah, I have his hair long, but 
it's not exactly a skullet because it's real thick in the back, but in the front he's just bald, and then his <laughs> his beard's gigantic. I don't know the guy's. He's a fucking cartoon character, yeah. Yeah. So he went in for a psych evaluation, but he just charmed the pants off of everybody. So they were like, "No, right. everything's fine. Everybody's, you know." So I after believe, this, I believe he held a, a press conference while he was doing that, and had a whole bunch of local papers basically write up and say, "Just leave the guy alone. Mm-hmm. He's yep. he's nice enough. You're going to ruin it." Here is a, he is. He's trying to be a big lumberjack man, and you're fucking it up. This is a great man. Look at him. They're leave, living peaceful out here in the sticks, bothering nobody. Right. Only, okay. Only, but that gave him a huge ego trip to see the papers and stuff like that talking about how great it was. So eh, he's no longer worried about it. Just so, fueling the fire. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So. There, uh, after this huge ego trip, he starts drinking because he doesn't have to follow his own rules anymore because he's, you know, he's got, right. So he can eat whatever he wants and drink all the time because nobody can say anything to him because he has got it in the perfect position to where these people have followed this far. They've worked this hard. They've got this place. Now I own you and I can act however I want. So whenever they start to run out of money, he pimps 19-year-old girl, Gabrielle, with MS for food from a local grocery store owner because that's what the Lord would do. That is what the Lord wants. And you, you know. I need some more Twinkies. You must go uh, TCB, baby. <laughs> Twinkie. <laughs> he would be a Twinkie motherfucker. <laughs> he was so, I, I believe he was more. They were vegetarian. Yeah, well, yeah, but he didn't care after this. I don't know if he, I mean, he might have stayed vegetarian, but he certainly didn't care about the other stuff. Like, they said he was, like, pounding Pepsis and, like, potato chips and shit like that and just drinking beer. And then eventually he gets his own brewery, which would have fucking put Doris on her ass. (laughs) So, after they're working all day long, he, he goes into these long, drunk rambles, you know, keeping them awake. And if, if, if somebody was to fall asleep, he'd hit you with like a four-inch club. You know, hey, you fuckface, wake up, I'm talking to you. All night long, yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, uh, Maurice gets her ribs broke for eating too many pancakes, even though she's pregnant. So she's pregnant, and he breaks her ribs. Yeah, because she ate too many pancakes. Cause that sounds a, like a real man of God. Yeah, oops. See, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> she was made to stand naked outside in the cold. Uh, and this is Canadian cold. It's not. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It's not Texas cold. It's Canadian yeah. cold. Yeah. <laughs> so the end of the world comes, but it doesn't. And so some people are kind of like, well, how come the world didn't end? Ha, you, you dumb bastards. It's because God's know? time is different than our time. And I miscalculated a little. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it could be any fucking day now. I'm so so bad. That. <laughs> That's bad. Uh, so bad. Yeah. So what a dipshit, man. I don't know. So Jacques leaves the group in April of 1979. Rock lets him leave. This isn't the Jacques that's married to Maurice, by the way. This is right. a different Jacques because there's right. probably twelve Jacques in the group. Uh, he says 
he Rock says, no, no, he didn't leave. I forced him to leave because the devil got in him. So, the, oh, okay. So, so at that point, then they all knew that they they all still could be susceptible to the devil, even though they're right there with God. chosen the chosen one, and you can right. still be susceptible to it. So, you got to hold on to what he says. Maurice wants to leave, so she tells her husband the other Jacques. Uh, when well, when Rock finds out that Maurice wants to leave, <laughs> he tells the husband Jacques to chop off one of her toes. Holy shit. So Jacques says, no, I, I can't do that. So Rock makes fun of him and tells him he's got no balls. And when this didn't bother him as much as what Rock thinks it should have bothered him, he said, either chop off one of her toes or I'm going to chop off all of them. So two other members hold her down and Jacques chops off one of her toes. Oh, my God. Yep. Crazy motherfucker. <laughs> and in April. Hello, a- my name is. Rock, and it's my brother Jacques and my other brother Jacques. Jacques, 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 and Jacques. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, oh my God. in April, there's a court order to undergo psychiatric psychiatric treatment uh, from her parents. Oh, Shante, Shante receives the court order to undergo psychiatric okay. treatment from her parents because they're wanting to get her back. Like they're still trying, but All Rock right. won't let her go when the cops show up. They come, they come back with reinforcements and arrest Rock for obstruction of justice. Woohoo! Yeah, that motherfucker in the slammer. Not yet, not yet. Another <laughs> psych test for Rock in Quebec. He actually convinced them, he actually convinced the head of the hospital that he's completely sane, and they actually scold the police saying they're fucking with their religious rights. Wow. Two, two psychiatric... Ekman treatments for this guy and he passed yeah. both of them with flying colors and now what, now he, he comes a, back he, he was a hell of a bullshitter if nothing else no yeah 100% he was that he comes back now even cockier than before shortly after his return Gabriel dies no foul play on that one the, the, that was the one with MS right and uh, that he was pimping out letting live in a tent no foul play not at all no. Yeah, no. Uh, Completely natural causes. <laughs> yeah, just freezing your ass off in the Canadian wilderness in a tent because you're no use to him other than to pimp off to the grocery store owner to get some Chef Boyardee or something. Sorry about that. <laughs> so November 79, another follower, Guy Veer, tells him he wants to get out and come to meet them. Guy Veer was in a mental institution and he seen something on TV about the cult. Well, okay. they, didn't, they didn't call it a cult. Is this religious group. Right. And it was a positive thing on the television. So Guy gets out and finds a compound and is taken in, you know, as a slave, pretty much. He has to sleep all winter in a shed. And if he wants to move, he sleeps all winter in the shed while he's doing all the work for him. And if he right. wants to get a room inside the house, he has to take 24-hour watch of three kids, the three that aren't rocks. Because okay. rocks impregnating all these women while he's their husband. Okay. So he, wow. this guy has to watch three. This guy that just got out of a mental institution, he puts some watch shots, three kids. Some infants and a toddler. Oh so yeah, great, great call. You know, as <laughs> as would happen. March 23rd, 1980, Rock and Francois. He gets, he actually gets a, Rock Jr. and Francois, he actually gets a hold of his ex wife 
and convinces her to come to the compound because it's complete. Okay, and she so. does. She what? Yeah, she brings the kids out there to go join them. Wait a minute. She was out. She saw what kind she of was, fucked up shit was going on and she decides to come back. This is a charming motherfucker, man. I don't know how else to I put don't know it. If it I was charming or his enormous penis. Oh and yeah, I didn't even think I didn't put that in there. He took that a, right out of Anton Slavey's book. Yeah. <laughs> Anton Slavey's book. He had an anaconda. Yeah. His gigantic root, I think it yeah. must have summoned her back. <laughs> but each time she would come back and bring Rock Jr. and Francois, he would uh, he would turn it into a party. Okay. Right? He, would, he would make a party of it. And, uh, and now, a word from our sponsor. Rock syrup will whip your fucking ass. Uh-huh. It will make you say, ha-ha-ha. Oh my God, rock syrup's so good. You know what I think I need? I've had a hard time going to the bathroom. Why don't you put some of that rock syrup right up my ass? You ever had your pubes pulled out with tweezers? Burn the skin off my back. I love that rock syrup. Sure, it might smell like a wet, sweaty asshole that's full of hair because it's been out in the wilderness for way too long without a bath, but it's rock syrup. Now available a new fiery ant flavor. Daddy, it tastes like ants. Tastes like ants in pain. Rock syrup. One time, Maurice's baby Samuel wouldn't stop crying. So Rock says he can fix him with a circumcision. And he forces rubbing alcohol into Samuel's stomach to subdue him. Uh-huh. And the baby dies because Rock's uh-huh. a fucking dipshit. Yeah. So uh-huh. the baby. Yep. He says the next day that they can't bury the baby because animals might eat, you know, dig it up and eat it. We need right. to burn it, as in burn the fucking evidence because right. it's not so that stupid. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, but after this, there's some talk in the group about the foul play that might have went on. So right. Rock blames Guy for the death because he was supposed to be watching him. Right. He puts up a whole mock trial where they dress and. It, <laughs> <laughs> Samuel's dad, Jacques, is the judge, and oh he appoints God. people to be the defendant, to oh be counsel, to be jury. And gals found not, guys found not guilty on reasons of insanity. Because <laughs> okay. all of this isn't insane on its own. Who, who this put is... this motherfucker in charge anyway? Yeah, that's, that's the insane person. <laughs> but that won't stand with Rock. He doesn't care for their... And he thinks... In order to fix this, guys should be castrated. Holy because, shit. Well, that's how you fix stuff. He makes, he convinces Guy. Because Guy said, well, I went through the trial and everything seemed fine. I don't know. I don't think this is something that I should have to do. <laughs> but he makes him write a letter of consent. He said it will fix his headaches. And said it also cure his constant masturbation problem. Which, well, yeah. it's You know, it's gonna. Because you yeah. don't have any balls anymore. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. This poor fucking bastard. So, so Rock puts a rubber band around his nuts and goes in with a razor blade. He cuts both nuts out, wraps them in a paper towel, and throws them in the trash. <sighs> here's here's the most fucked up part about that whole thing. November hold on, 5th. Hold on. I, I, I've got a visual, and i got to get rid of it. Okay. I feel like I just got kicked in the nuts, man. Ugh. I. I've heard it. I've read it and wrote it down enough times that I'm just like, 
Yeah. Okay. It still hurts a little bit to hear, <laughs> but, and, and there was actually when, and she would, uh, Rock's ex-wife would come by on, on different, you know, different trips out to bring the kids out to see him. And on one time he was actually blasted drunk. Cause like I said, he makes a party out of it. Right, he right. needs to do a feat of strength. He needs to show the people how strong he is, that he's, you know, God's chosen one. So he starts grabbing nails, these long nails, and bending them into a V. And all the followers start cheering and clapping and telling him how great it is. Well, his ex-wife is just sitting there like, what what the fuck's going on? She eventually busts out laughing. I would too. So Rock drags her out of the chair, starts punching and kicking her. She's screaming for help, and the followers just sit there and watch. Just blank stare, huh? Yeah. Wow. So he might have dropped out of school in the seventh grade, but I think he emotionally stopped growing about the age of four. Sounds right. Yeah, that's what a bully would do. Yeah, which almost seems offensive to a four-year-old. <laughs> <At this. laughs> yeah. 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 So okay. So after that, oh, November fifth, nineteen eighty, guy leaves the group. I would took him long enough. I'd have left the group before I lost my nuts. Yeah. I would have left the group before I spent a winter in a fucking I shed can in Canada. But I'm crazy, he, but I'm not stupid. <laughs> he does tell he does tell law enforcement about Samuel's death, and he gets the okay. cops to come back out, which is good. He it's lies good. about the death. I think well, he I think he said it got that Samuel got kicked in the head with a horse by a horse or something. Okay, completely completely lies about it. But the cops do come out. So Rock, Jock sounds like I'm making a rhyme. Maurice, Gabriel, and Guy all get charged. Claude gets obstruction. They take all the kids. So kids are gone. Good, good. good. Yes, this is great. This is great, right? Good news. They bulldoze that fucking compound and burn it down. That's that, that's the second shining star. Kids this are gone. All excellent. Yeah. All this is good. September. Can we stop 20- the story now, and then it's over, right? I wish. No, and then everyone was fine, and everything was great. Nope. Got so many pages left. September oh 29th God. of 82, the trial is over. And Rock. Wait, wait, wait. We started in 1970, what? Four. And now it's 1980, what? 82. Oh, my God. Oh, and it goes a lot longer than this, too. I know. It's, I know. That's the scary part. So, yeah. Uh, the trial is over, and Rock gets. I, I got I to tell you, it's a uh, hefty one. Tough. It, it's got to be two years. He gets dead, two years. Dead infant. Two years. Oh my god! So it's got to be oh, like what, like second, third, third degree? I don't know. I don't know what it was they charged him with, but two years. Oh my god! So if if you do want to become a serial killer, as this motherfucker is, go to Canada. Go to apparently. Canada. They'll just let you back up. No, well, okay. we're sorry about that. We meant to let you out last <laughs> year. They seem like a nice guy. <laughs> oh fuck! But over the now, two years. They get uh, the followers. Well, they have to move out because they bull down the, bulldoze the compound. But they move into apartments that are close to where he's in prison. Okay. And they spend up to $500 a month on collect calls. like they're Because the way they was affording some stuff in the first place was a bunch of welfare fraud. And they keep that going for the entire time they're together. Okay. But they're not... So most of the kids are gone anyway. But they're spending every bit of their welfare money on these collect calls from rock to talk so to he can, So he can continue. So these, full of bullshit. 
Yeah, these people are so far gone. They have two years away from this maniac to leave, start new lives, do anything. He loses not one follower. That's fucked up. Not one. They all stay. Even these people all sounded like sound like they were probably broken before. Well, they had to. Yeah. Well, he's a predator. You know. Yeah. He, there's. I think there's something where. You know, you talk sense. about pedophiles and stuff like that can sense who they can start training and they'll think they'll get away with it or they know they'll get away with it. Well, he's he's kind of like that. I've got this sixth sense. Oh, and the and he's the good. super the super rough prison that he was in allowed one conjugal visit a month and he makes more babies. Oh shit. Yep. The the hard time that you would do in Canada prisons is just got to be rough. You could just talk on the phone all day long and have conjugal visits. visits. <sighs> so February of eighty four, Rock is released. So, so now we're now we're ten years into this, correct? Yeah, and we got a lot longer to go. Wow! Can you imagine being in a cult f- for a a year? Like, well, the first time I seen him hit a woman, I'd have been out. I've been like, that's not. Well, I wouldn't have moved out there in the first fucking place. No way. Yeah. <laughs> you want to move out in the winter or on this cold fucking woods out here and build a compound? No. Nah, okay. Not really. <laughs> yeah. Same. Yeah. I don't care what you what you have done or what you say you can do. It's just crazy. So he's released, but some of the people in they've gotten used to live in the apartments, right? They, there's running water. There's toilets. There's heat. There's heat. <laughs> Everything's nice. No. Nope. April 15th, they moved back out to Burnt River in Ontario because they can't stay in Montreal because of a court order of all the people that were arrested together are no longer to be together, but only gotcha. in that area. Okay. So if they leave that area, they're, yeah, they're do what you want. Yep, yeah, do what you want. In May, they start construction, building a cabin, bakery, sugar shack, stone sanctuary where Rock can talk to the master, uh-huh, and a water mill. <laughs> And they even they even made like a wood mill, I think out of like a chainsaw motor or something to cut all the boards wow. and shit to build it. And I, for what I read, it was pretty well constructed. So really, yeah. So that the, they knew what they were doing, but he puts his wives into separate separate levels, and of course Maurice is at the bottom with her husband Jock, <laughs> and no, but her husband Jock can no longer sleep with her because she's. Have. Because she's evil. Okay. Well, that's his whipping person. You know, the one that already hates him anyway. And so since money's low, it's not working as well with their welfare scam, even though some of it is working. He teaches them all to shoplift. He wants them all to shoplift. (laughs) God God told me to teach you to shoplift. (laughs) I'm picturing these tunics have like fucking Jinko's pockets on them. (laughs) 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 <laughs> put some stakes in there got all sorts of room on the inside of these things but then what i also read is that the whenever they did get caught nobody arrested them like rock knew what he was doing he's like because there's kids again now like right. he's made more kids so they're going in there holding kids and stealing food so if they do get caught they just take the merchandise back and let them go because what are you going to get out of them anyway but on January 31st in 85, they get banned from local stores. So Ruh-roh. they can't grow. Plants and stuff don't grow where they are living, where they're staying at. So Rock's idea is to get fruit and sell pastries. 
So they take a journey, get tons of fruit, and comes back. And this is where he comes up with the anthill kids because that's what he names the fruit company because okay. he says they all work together like a group of ants. So that's that's where the name of it comes from. And this actually does work out pretty good for a while. But the problem is, once the money starts coming in, rocks back on the booze. Ooh. We're going right back to it. <laughs> Oh, uh, what a piece of shit. So, yeah, so uh, it gets down to like the torture and stuff like that, that he's doing to all these people. We'll get into some of that later, but he, he starts having like, there's certain nights where he gets stupid drunk and he invites all the women have to come in, you know, all the women have to come in for a big orgy, big family orgy. And then he starts this fi- kind of a wife fight club. <sighs> Where he <laughs> he tapes off a big square on the ground. First rule of Fight Club is we don't talk about Fight Club. <laughs> oh my well, God. he puts a big square of tape on the ground, and they're supposed to stand in the middle of it naked and fight each other. So if you get a hit, you get a point. He's scoring it, so it doesn't really matter. He's going to give it to whoever he wants to anyway. Right. If you step out of the square, you lose a point. He would even get <laughs> he would even get in the ring sometimes with some of the men. But if you hit rock, you were going to get fucking burnt with a blowtorch. So he always, he always won. And then there were some times where he'd put a guy in there against like two or three girls. But these girls weren't, you know, they weren't these super feminine, I'm going to break a nail girls. They've been working in the woods for fucking years building shit. They're I'm looking at these people nails. And I think naked, just like hairy armpits, giant bushes. Yeah. That's, yeah, the... I, I I tried my best not to imagine the smell of the compound, but uh, <laughs> probably doesn't smell anything like patchouli. Let's put it that way. <laughs> I'd, take, I'd take a normal normal hippie over this shit. Oh my god! I, I gotta stop talking. I gotta stop thinking about it. So <laughs> the abuse has been going on for a little bit, but at this point, he starts to hit his followers with hammers blood side of an axe and there's some bro- broken bones from kicking people one of the things one of the things he liked to do was was somebody messed up and sometimes if he was drunk enough because they said it only took like three or four beers maybe four or five beers for him to get drunk but he would drink for days just beer yeah. and cognac and this had to do something with his dumping syndrome like where he like everything just went right through him so like alcohol just you know what i mean like it, yeah. it ran through his system really fast Oh, yeah. And in the new compound that they've built, he has a toilet right in his bedroom. So I think that's got a lot to do with it, too. Or him being in prison, he was like, well, that's convenient. You know, it's right there. (laughs) So maybe that's that's where he got the idea. But, uh, (laughs) so, yeah, he would get blasted drunk and beat them if they'd done, like, almost anything wrong. And there was a a thing that we do where he'd make them strip down naked and lay on the floor and piss on them, and toward the end, he would tell them to open their mouth. Oh, pulling out the R. Kelly card. Getting crazy. Oh, my Golden God. Showers. Another thing he did, which I like less, is like right after one of the followers and shit, he'd have one of the other followers that he's a little mad at go ahead and wipe their butt with their tongue. <laughs> and then and then spread the shit on their face. Just <sighs> kind of. So, because you got to think. No, no, you don't have to think. I don't even want to think about it. 
But there, and then after these punishments, like the followers would feel bad and they would write him letters like of apology and it, and you can read them online. I'm not going to read yeah. any of them because I've got a gag reflex that won't get me through that shit because I can't stand it. Like I, this. I, I, I read a few of those, yeah. <laughs> so, I'm okay. sorry. I'm sorry that I vomited after you gave me the dirty Sanchez. Oh, a dirty Sanchez would have been pleasant <laughs> in comparison. Yeah. Yeah. So on January 26, 1985, Gabrielle put her five-month-old child in a wheelbarrow outside because Rock was annoyed with this crying and the baby froze to death. <sighs> I don't give a fuck if I saw this guy actually walk on water. I believe when I when I heard this part, it was she she was told to take the, the child outside because it was crying and roll it in the snow until it turned blue. That well, that was a different baby from earlier, but that baby okay. li- lived, so I didn't throw that yeah. one in there. I'm just okay. I was gonna say because if I like, went through every bit of abuse, of zikini cone. <laughs> okay, so but at this point in time, after the prison stint, there are people coming out to check on the kids constantly yeah. from DCFS. Yeah. So they can't just bury this kid or burn it. So they have to call the doctors and say that, or they they called 911 if that's what it is up there or whatever, but they were using like his radio that he had said that a baby died, brought it back inside, got it warm enough. And well, they just called it SIDS. So this guy is getting away with this stuff left and right. So he went to prison for two years over a baby's so death, so and then another so baby dies. We've castrated one person. We have killed two babies. Yep, two babies did. And oh. just mutilated countless others. Yeah, all sorts of abuse. We'll we'll get into more of that later. <sighs> I mean, there's abuse throughout the whole thing, but I'm only going to bring up like the bigger stuff as it goes, as it goes a little later. But as far as as far as cults go, this is one of the more abusive most abusive that i can think of i mean like yeah most cults is just like i'm gonna fucking kill you at the end you know he was he was all about keeping people alive so he could torture them yeah yeah well most cults it's, it's just like i want to keep you alive so i can fuck you all the time you know which right, he was right. doing that too but he i guess okay so on october 85 maurice finally gets to leave after begging for months he says she can leave, but she has to leave her eldest daughter because she's going to become his next wife. She agrees to this, but that's, <laughs> but that's only so she can get out and get to the police and the police come back and raid the compound. Social workers come in and take all the kids again. So the, the new kids are gone now. Like, yes. Okay. So finally, but with what happened to the kids, there was things like, he was teaching them how to masturbate so that they would know. And we're talking about toddlers and tiny kids in this. Okay. This is he would, up. he would make the followers get naked and have sex and have the kids watch. He even had some of the kids masturbate him. Yeah. So, and in front of everybody all the time. But when he goes in for another psych evaluation, eh, he's done Passes nothing wrong. Me. He said, they said it's even good to teach the kids about sex. It's helping them oh. out. Getting them, yeah. The abuse Fucking charges. Crazy French Canadians. Yeah, the abuse charges don't stick, so there's nothing they can take him in on. But the kids are gone, so. <sighs> well, at least there's that. Yeah. So this time, the violence really escalates. So, uh, hammers, blow torches. 
he he puts blowtorches on their stomachs and backs until he can see bubbles when they've done something wrong. He takes Ugh. it to their genitals. He burnt the pubic hair off of some of them with a blowtorch. Uh, didn't <laughs> didn't he randomly take shots at them too? Yeah, because they would run out. They knew like on his like third day of his binge is when it was going to get bad. So they just try to stay scarce, and they'd be like out in the woods. He'd just be out there popping shots off at him with a gun. He <laughs> was too blasted. I mean, he hit a couple. I I know one got caught in the shoulder one time. Yeah, but Claude gets it bad. Claude starts to tell him that this is a bit fucked up, and he needs to change the way he's doing something. So immediately, this gigantic four year old. Breaks a bottle and cuts Claude's neck with it. But he doesn't die. He gets <laughs> the no, he lives because the, the wives nurse him back up. But what did happen after he got a little bit better is Brock pulled eleven of his teeth out with a pair of pliers, and he got one of his wives to break his leg with a sledgehammer. <sighs> Then he made him put a rubber band around his balls and wear it until that's he says he can misery shit right there, bitch. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. That's exactly what I pictured too. With the board in between his ankles. Uh, oh, it hurts. To... <laughs> but he puts a rubber band around his nuts, says he can take it off whenever he tells him to. So he does take it off after a few days and it takes about a month. And then one of his balls gets infected. This is, <laughs> this is no. not what you want to hear. That's coming up because uh, the amateur, you know, the amateur surgery is coming back, and uh, that's said, not good. Uh, Rock can help him, you know, through prayer. No, no, through a razor blade. So yeah, he, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he gets held down. He cuts his nuts open with a razor blade. He cuts the wounded one out and cauterizes the wound with a piece of red hot steel. Yeah. So in fall of 88, Solange, one of his wives, is sick. And Rock says it, well, must be her kidney. I could, you know, she's got she's got stomach problems. It's gotta be the fucking kidney. I can, I can I got this. Did you see how well I done the last ones? I you know how those went. So I'm a professional. So he gets he gets blasted again and he tells her. Well, I hope you're ready. It's time. Like it, just when anything would hit him, he just okay. whenever, whenever the thought occurred, yeah. just like, oh yeah, let's do that. Now it's time to do it. But first, she needs an enema of syrup, oil, and water. This lasts a half an hour. He's given oh, her an enema for a half an hour. You're you're forgetting the part where, where this was done on on the kitchen table. Oh yeah, it was done in the bakery. Yeah, on the bakery right. table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. totally so, hygienic. <laughs> so after the half hour of that dreamy treatment mm. there's a you know a puddle of this mixture of bullshit and her shit all over, all over the table <laughs> all over the table tells her to flip over and uh makes an incision on her side about a four inch incision reaches in with his bare hands and pulls out about a four inch section of her intestines says <sighs> There you go. So he has one of the one of his other wives sew her up because she's good. I mean, she's gonna be fine. She's the best. Yeah, and uh, he does make her get up. He does make her get up and move around after this. He's like, "See," he went to bed. Walk it off, bitch. Walk it off. So the the next day, he tells her she needs to take a hot bath with like 
whatever bullshit from the woods he thought should be in the water with her. And, right. and then she needs to take a cold bath. The super cold bath put her into shock because it's Canada. Yeah. And uh, she lives she lives for a couple days, but then she dies. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. After this, Rock is so distraught. You gotta, you gotta believe me on this. That he feels so bad that he tries to kill himself. He runs a hose from the tailpipe of the van into the into the van's window. Just sets in there in a fucking van. <laughs> Could you have picked a smaller vehicle, maybe that happened quicker, or did you just not want to die? Uh, <laughs> stupid piece of shit. Um, oh there was other things oh he even tried to get the group to drown him he took oh no he took two he took two whole jars of aspirin yes and extra extra strength strength aspirin (laughs) so you know he was really wanting it to happen yeah yeah yeah. and then he tried to have his his crew drown him drown him yeah that didn't work either because god doesn't want him to die that's right that's 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 what he comes out with after after this, and then the group buries Solage for the first time. What do you mean the first time? Oh, the well, this is only the first time they bury her. I mean, he feels. I think I'm saying her name right. Wait a minute, she she coming back as a zombie? I didn't miss that. Did I miss something? No, no, she's not coming back at all. But he has a dream that he went back behind a tree and jerked off, and his load turned into her head, and then oh. her body formed. And he made love to her. So he's pregnant with her now and he can fix her. So. <laughs> I'm not crazy. So the group has to dig her back up because he's realized how to bring her back to life. Dahmer style. He, he has a follower drill a hole in her skull and then put in, I don't remember what tool it was, but a tool was put in there to make the gap wider so that he could jerk off into her skull. He skull fucked her. Nah, I don't know. I don't think it. I don't think his humongous wang would have got into the drill hole. I think it was just mainly for the seed, because I think yeah. that's that's what he was meaning by he was pregnant with her. Okay. So, and they dig her up like four different times, doing crazy shit, you know. And she worked looked worse and worse and worse every time. Oh yeah, the body's got to be decomposing. And <laughs> yeah. So another, one of that's another lovely picture in my head. Thanks, Matt. Yeah. So one of the wives, I think it was Giselle, tells him. They should burn her. She's thinking they should burn her because, well, this is ridiculous and it's awful what, well, yeah. what I'm seeing. But he said, well, or she said, well, that was her final wish. So, oh, of course. Okay. Well, he agrees to that. But first, he's going to need a piece of her rib to make a necklace out of. <laughs> so the, the whole question of who are you wearing would actually make sense in this case. <laughs> so they So they burn her. Into ashes, and then all the followers get to go out there and take a piece of bone if they want to keep it with them. He puts some of her ashes into a jar with a picture of him and her, and he puts it in the stone room that was made for him to talk to God. Right. Where he jerks off in it about once a day. <laughs> no, wow. it's going to work. It, she's coming back. It's she's right there. It's so close. Yeah. It's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> and the he winner he <laughs> <laughs> oh, he certainly did yes he did <laughs> many over times and over and over 
What a sick fuck. <laughs> yeah. In winter, another member, Josie, runs away from the compound. So there's another. I guess there's more bright lights than what I let on in the beginning, but there's not many. <laughs> well, but, I'll take every winter, winter chicken dinner. You got to have I it. I can hear, man. Yeah. In uh, July of 25th of 89, Gabrielle's hand is messed up because he stuck it in a fucking vice and cramped it down. But he didn't like the way the doctors fixed it because every once in a while his wives would run away, like I said, but not always into the woods. Sometimes they would run into these uh, like abuse shelters and they would stay. Well, she got medical help for her hand and it was in a cast. Well, he didn't like the way they did it because, well, probably because God told him they did it wrong. So, (laughs) So he tore off the cast with pliers. He ripped the wires out from inside her hand that were holding their bones together. And then he drove a huge knife through her hand to hold it on the table. Because like impaled well, her hand on the table. Yeah, that's what surgeons do. So <laughs> he, wants, <laughs> he, he begins surgery. He dives right in, starts cutting on her all day until, well, he's drink too much. He's tired. He's got to go to bed. So she's just stuck there. <laughs> she just skipped to the fucking table. She's stuck to the table. But... <sighs> You gotta, you gotta realize how exhausting that is to speak to God and come in jars and you know. <laughs> things I'm in a busy that... day. I need my rest. <laughs> so, so she does get help. She does leave, and she goes back to the shelter. But she ends up after everything gets fixed from being at the doctor. She goes back to. She goes you, back you to left out some, You left out some juicy details. Oh, about the cleaver chopping off the complete uh, arm. Yeah, yeah. That's all right. That's it's, all right. We yeah. don't have to get into it because it's it's pretty gross. Yes, it is pretty rough. But yeah, well, he had he had before he had passed out and went to bed. He had chopped like so much of her flesh away from her like wrist from around her wrist. It was down to bone, and then he had. I don't. Yeah, he did it. I think the next day, maybe she. No, I think no. she. He had, he, had a, he had a follower. A follower did it with the cleaver. And he, and, 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 yeah, no, with the, with the with the knife, and then removed all the flesh away from the bone until the bone was totally exposed. <laughs> and another key thing you didn't mention is that she didn't scream or anything the whole time this was going on. She just sat there and took it. Yeah. Well, they all had to. Yeah. Even the. Uh, the earlier one where imagine just sitting there and having somebody slam a knife through your hand and then somebody cutting all the flesh away from all your bone and you're just sitting there watching it and just being like totally cool like la 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 i can Uh, imagine any of this this is but i thought this is this is brainwashing to the extreme i thought it was i thought uh, it was after she left i thought she went to the shelter and then came back and that's when her arm was chopped off because yeah. she did end up with a prosthetic, but it must've been, yeah, it got chopped off. Then she ran away and came back. Yeah. And, yeah. Okay. She because lives through this. Two days, two days later, it, he said it looked gangrenous and he wanted to take some more flesh away from, from her nub. And that's yeah, okay. when she ran away. Okay. And made <laughs> she up lives- a story say, saying that uh, it was a horrible accident and uh, her boyfriend had chopped her arm off. No, uh, no, after, yeah, after this part, then she has to go back to the hospital again, but she escapes again and then goes to the hospital and she tells that her boyfriend wrecked the car and that's how she lost it was in a, was in a car wreck. Yeah. But that she had, she had been with 
Rocktaria uh, up on his farm. She, she did admit that. She did finally, yeah, she finally confessed and they raid the compound. Rock escapes Yay! for a while. Rock's still on the run and was caught on October 6th of 89 while trying to scavenge parts from an old water heater. Like him and one of his one of his boys was out there. One of his jocks. My other brother, Jacques. Yeah. And so for the stories that she had told him, and they went out there, of course, they burnt. They burnt the body. But there's two dead babies, two dead people. He, uh, It's only a second-degree murder charge. And in this strict, strict Canadian law system, he gets, tell you what, man. He gets a 12-year sentence, Zach. But uh, the judge... Uh, he reduced it down to just 10 because he felt like he was really sorry about what he did. <laughs> he feels really sorry about it. <laughs> so oh, shit. He, he would have been released in 2014, but guess what? He had a cellmate, Matthew Gerald McDonald. Could you imagine the living hell of having that guy as a cellmate would be? Just uh-huh. his never-ending bullshit rants about how he's God and he can rule everything. But yeah, it didn't last very long because Matthew fucking shanked him in the neck. <laughs> he was- <laughs> This is the brightest star right here. This is, this is, oh, Canada. This guy needs a fucking statue outside the Molson Brewery. <laughs> but, so Matthew comes up to the guard's. Blood all over him with the shank in his hand. Puts it in the guard's hand, and he's, here's his quote. That piece of shit is down on the range. Here's the knife. I sliced him up. <laughs> Yay! No fucking shit. <laughs> Golly. Oh. I need a beer. Yeah, somebody get the dead boy a beer. Uh, I even broke out my Montreal Expos hat for this story. Not for the good <laughs> luck. I'll tell you what, man. I'm going to need a serious palate cleanse after this. We oh yeah, yeah, I'm going us. I'm going mild after this one. That's too many. To watch some Disney movies or some shit. I don't know. I want I got to I got to do a story where someone doesn't turn into a complete raging nut bar after beer. <laughs> yeah. Maybe uh maybe next time we do something a little lighter. Well, I'm definitely going to do that. Definitely. <laughs> oh shit. Had to go into some ghost stories or something fun like that. One of these times I have to do like some creepy pasta reads or something like that. And I don't know. Yeah. I'll probably make fun of most of those because they, but I don't know. I like, I've, I've heard some that I really like. So yeah. some here too. Yeah. I've heard a few that are pretty fun. I'm always up for a good time. A good laugh. Well, that one didn't have a lot of laughs in it. No, because it was zero, but I, zero I, laughs. I got to go back and say the fact that these people were victims you know, they were they were in a rough spot when he met them. He picked them out that way. He isolated them. He got them to where he wanted them to be. They were all alone. But for fuck's sake, man, it, it gets to a certain point. Like I said, if I would have saw him walk on water, I wouldn't have gave a shit when I saw him throw a child against a wall. I'd have beat the fuck out of him. Yeah, yeah. Just, but I, they and, in your brain. Oh, and I left the... I left the... Some of the stuff that he did to the kids out because I just can't take it. I... Yeah. That is that is one thing that I that's my limit when people do stuff to kids. But most of what I got came from the book Savage Messiah. So yeah. if, if and, you're and inter- I, I, interested I, I, in this and want more, that's got all of it. But uh, yeah, just uh, 
be prepared to be very angry. Oh, it's frustrating. Oh, it's uh, it's it's so bad that I was just like, nah, I'm not putting that in there. I don't even. I'm sorry. I read it. I never want to talk about it again. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. But right. The, so yeah, I just wanted to get to the part where it was like, oh, the kids leave because there was things that he did where you weren't allowed to show the kids any love. No one was only rock. Right. And he never right. did. Yeah. And if they weren't his kids, which most of them were, they were treated even worse. How and many kids did he end up having? It was like 20. He had a case. It was more than a case. Was it, a, was it more than, I thought it was 24. I thought he had a whole case of kids. I only thing I found was like, I thought it was like 26, but it, well, it could have been, it could have been from the ones that were taken. Well, if you count the two with his ex-wife, so that would have been 24, 26. And then I think he had two more when he was in prison. So it could have been pushing 30. That's, which, that's a lot. That's a lot. I can't believe that that asshole, that he was able to even have sex 30 times because he is an ugly bastard in my opinion. <laughs> I, hey, apparently he was, he had piercing blue eyes. And a huge wanger, but <laughs> and Lord. And that probably helped a lot too. Yeah. You think you'd need a bit more than that. <laughs> well. No personality on this guy. Well, <laughs> it was nothing but personality, I think. He was... Because apparently he was able to talk his way in and out of everything. Just I, in, I, in and out. And hey, my name is Rob Terry. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> New baby. <laughs> yeah. I hope you're happy, baby. I'm going to go jerk off in this jar of ashes out here from the lady I killed. <laughs> I'm going to bring her back to life. <laughs> she, she'll be with us any day. <laughs> I tried it. I tried it. It's not bad. No, no, no. It was good. That's good. That's good. <laughs> so, well, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I think it might. Te- I have fucking Little Mermaid or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> just, just to just to cleanse the brain. I got yeah. I got to watch something. Just anything. Uh, I think I watch the Spiria so the goblins will float his memory away. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, not the this remake. Is Zach Spar, and uh, we appreciate you hanging out with us. We'll uh, we'll see it next time and. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can email us at hmfppod at gmail.com. And don't forget to like, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. Please. We'll see you guys next time. Later. Hello, Mr. Fancy.